0: Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 87 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is the Kings. Let's begin. So, the Kings are the last member of Tarot's court cards. And before we tackle these guys, just a gentle reminder, the court cards are often considered one of the most frustrating cards to master. In fact, this is probably the biggest complaint I get from tarot newbies. It takes time to figure them out and the best way is to keep practicing and to work with them in a variety of spreads and questions so you can see the various ways that they play out. Now, a brief reminder, The court cards can symbolize people that may be influencing the situation, the energy that you're channeling or needing at the time of the reading, and also things such as beginnings, news, or actions that might be happening or need to happen. Always remember that the context of the question will give you a clue as to what this court card is all about. Okay, let's get back to the kings. So what are the kings all about? Well, in traditional tarot interpretations, kings symbolize adult males or mastery. Now, if you remember, our pages are the seeds or ideas, and the knights are the actions taken or necessary in order for that seed or idea to begin to grow. And the queens nurture those seeds until they sprout and bear fruit. And the kings represent the full maturation of our efforts. Because the energy of kings are traditionally masculine, it's so easy to assume that it it must be a guy in a reading. But as I said in the other court card episodes, I prefer to be a bit gender neutral because any one of us at any time might be carrying a male or female shield. So for example, when I'm taking care of my admin work for my business, I feel like the king of pentacles. You know, that's kind of a a way of showing how that, that can be. You know, really what it boils down to is not getting too hung up on the gender unless it makes sense to the question asked. Now, moving right along, the elements can give clues as to what characteristics might be present in each king. The wands symbolize the fire element, which means the energy is fiery, passionate, and enthusiastic. The king of wands, therefore, can symbolize a bold, powerful leader, who inspires people this is one of my favorite cards for artists and entrepreneurs because it shows someone who is both creative and ready to take some risks. now if you're adding an astrology element to this the wands would be aries leo or sagittarius cups symbolize the water element which means the energy is emotional sensitive and creative the king of cups can indicate a sensitive kindly person who is not afraid to show their emotions. Now, if you look at the card, the figure is floating on a tiny foundation with water all around, a sign that they have learned to navigate rough waters. In other words, they've mastered their emotions. This would be the person who leads with their heart. In a question about romance, this is my King of Love card. Now, if you're adding an astrology element to this, cups would be Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces. Swords symbolize the air element, which means the energy is intellectual, changeable, and logical. The King of Swords can indicate an individual who is rational, intelligent, and fair-minded. This is the person who leads with their head. I often call this my Mr. Spock card. And if you're adding an astrology element to this, swords would be Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. And finally, pentacles. Pentacles symbolize the earth element, which means the energy is down to earth, grounded, abundant, and practical. The king of pentacles can indicate someone who is dependable, rich, and a great provider. They are also the master of manifestation. What they plant grows. That's why I call this my King Midas card. And if you're adding an astrology element to this, the pentacles would indicate Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn. Now, in traditional tarot, when looking at physical descriptions of the courts, the rules were that wands were red or fair hair with green or blue eyes. Cups were light hair and blue or hazel eyes. Swords would be brown or black hair with brown eyes. Also, in some cases, it can be white hair. Pentacles are traditionally dark hair, with dark eyes and dark skin. But like I said in previous episodes about the courts, I don't go with those because I think they are limiting and they harken back to a time when tarot wasn't very inclusive. I prefer to work with the energy of the suits rather than the physical descriptions, but I always add the stuff in there because some people like them, some people don't find them useful at all. If you find it works, go for it. All right, so let's get some tarot sizes in. I have two tarot sizes that I love to use for the courts. The first one is to find a way to relate them to people in your life or famous people. So for example, you might see the King of Cups as Mr. Rogers, or the King of Swords could be your boss. Another fun tarot size would be to embody the characteristics of each king yourself. For example, one day you might go into King of Pentacles mode like I do when I'm organizing my taxes. Or maybe you're the king of wands when you're taking the lead role at work. See where you might be, each of the kings, and have fun with this. All right, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. You can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarotlady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other good things for you to scope out. Enjoy. Thanks again for listening and have a beautiful day. And hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, do me a solid and leave a kind review on iTunes. This will help more tarot curious people find their way to this little show. And I always love to close out by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember, that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.